Hey friends, welcome to the business of inner peace, the podcast that helps you explore the depths of spiritual growth and the subconscious mind, holistic living and guides and inspires you on your own transformative journey. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and today we have a very special episode lined up for you. I'm honored to be joined by an incredible guest, a spiritual Christian coach who has dedicated her life to helping others on their path of spiritual growth. In this episode, we will explore the idea of spiritual growth and how it can positively impact various aspects of our lives, from nurturing our inner selves to building stronger relationships and finding purpose. Our guest will share her insights and practical tools that I hope will inspire and uplift you. So whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey or simply curious to explore a different perspective on your daily challenges, this episode is for you. Get ready to be enlightened, motivated, and challenged as we embark on this enlightening conversation with our special guest. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode and discover the transformative power of spiritual growth. Welcome to the business of inner peace. I'm your host, Erin Jean, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's pretend we're sitting in my living room, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea and getting to know each other just a little better. That's what I love. I love getting to hear your story. I love feeling connected by the spirit of understanding that our stories bring. Today, I'm sharing some of my story, but I hope someday soon you'll be telling me yours. Listen, I know that you're feeling overwhelmed with life and nothing is exactly how you'd like it to be. Your marriage is not what you hoped for, motherhood is harder than you imagined, and you've lost yourself somewhere in the mix of responsibilities. Well, if you're ready to bring some more peace and joy into your life, reconnect with God who made you and start living a life you love, then grab your cup of coffee or tea And let's dive into today's show. Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Business of Inner Peace. I'm super excited today because this has been a vision of mine as a podcaster to get to have some guests on and talk about some really meaningful things. And lo and behold, today I'm having my very first guest. Her name is Phoebe, and I am so excited to introduce you to her. Phoebe is a Christian coach, and she helps believers flourish spiritually and orient their lives around God so that they can walk out the fruitful life God has planned uniquely for them. And she does this through one-to-one coaching and teaching and pastoring at a super cool house church in LA. And the coolest thing about getting to have this conversation with Phoebe is actually she reached out to me privately via email just to say how much um, an episode had really touched her and got the wheels turning for her and she was wanting to have a conversation around it. And we both thought it would be a great idea to have the conversation here in a podcast episode. And it's really our heart's intent that you will get a big takeaway today. You'll have some nice questions spinning around in your head. Questions are the best way to grow your relationship with God. And uh, we just both wanna encourage you 
on your own journey. And if we can support you in any way, we are here to do that. So without further ado, uh, Phoebe, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Um, Absolutely. Uh, One of the questions that we wanted to kind of start our conversation off with, it's around spiritual growth. And you even mentioned, you know, that that's that's something that you do, right? You're helping people on their spiritual growth path. And when I hear that term, spiritual growth, to me, it's so broad and it can mean anything to anyone. And so that's kind of where I wanted to start our conversation today is what does spiritual growth mean to you? Like, how do you define that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the the framework would be we are growing unto maturity. So I guess the question would be, what does maturity look like? Mm -hmm. So some Christians think maturity is Bible knowledge or church attendance or leadership. It is not that. Spiritual maturity is manifesting the nature of Christ. So how much like Jesus do you look? And so when we talk about spiritual growth, we're growing um, on that path toward maturity. So spiritual growth would be like moving toward that, looking more like Jesus. Okay. So I have a question for you because I would say when I was like really in my darkest hour, um, that I was reading the Bible a lot. Mm-hmm. I was going to women's Bible study. Yeah. I was praying a lot. And if you would have asked me in that moment, if I felt like I was Christ-like or spiritually mm-hmm. mature, mm-hmm. my answer would have been a thousand percent yes. Especially mm, because okay. I felt like I was doing all the things, right? Right. Um, and so, and yet now looking back, I can tell you that I wasn't growing um, mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah. And well, at least not the way I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> so um, help, like, can you help kind of wrap my head around that? Because I think what you're talking about is even mm-hmm. beyond looking Christ-like. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, basically, so I guess when we think about life, we sometimes we tend to look at life through our external circumstances, right? Just kind of more things outside that we can measure. And when we look at challenges and problems, we're like, we, we want that to go away. We want the quick fix. So... A lot of like the difficult seasons that we go through, um, the, the focus is not just removing the obstacles or the challenges. Like God is trying to do something on the inside of us. And that situation is supposed to mature us. Um, you know, because if you think about God, God's the father raising children and his primary goal in our life is not just to remove our obstacles, right? It's to transform us and to mature us. And so when we're following God, he puts us on this path um, to mature us. And he allows like different situations and circumstances um, to kind of get in our way so that we could build the strength um, and to overcome those things. And then so it, with every situation you go through, you know, you're transformed you know, in, in a measure. 
And that prepares you for the next thing, the next um, circumstance, the next battle. And I think a lot of us miss that when we go through the difficult seasons. Um, maybe in that moment that you had, when, maybe in that moment, you might have not felt like you were really growing because you were kind of in it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But what, what would you say you felt after? Do you feel like you overcame? Oh, a thousand percent. Right. I definitely grew and I overcame. I think the hurdle for me that I'm hoping someone listening to and see is Mm -hmm. that my mindset was because I was praying every day. Right. Yes. Because I was in God's word. Yes. Studying God's word, not just reading the Bible every day, but really intentionally studying it. Um. I thought that that was all that needed to be done. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was when I started uh, going on a path and looking for other resources that growth started to happen. Right. And I think part of it is because I don't know if like when you were reading the Bible, if you were as in tune with like, you know, um, what you're going through on the inside, the mindsets that you've had, um, and just maybe things in your heart that need to be shifted. And I think part of like looking at those other resources is kind of almost like forcing you to do the work, mm-hmm. right? That, that just reading the Bible, you know, is not really meant to just, we're not meant to just read it, but I guess if we start walking in it and we do the work, that's what brings transformation. So a lot of us, yeah, a lot of us, maybe our growth is on autopilot and, you know, we could read the Bible and that doesn't necessarily bring any discernible change, <laughs> but it's really like participating in that growth um, that produces the transformation. Would you say that's what you experienced? Absolutely. And I, I sort of feel like, and I, you know, a conversation that you and I had before around was that in the Christian circles, right? Imagine me standing right now at my Bible study women's group Mm -hmm. table, right? Yeah. And saying like, well, praying and reading God's word isn't enough. Yeah. I think there would be an audible gasp. Like, oh, what did she oh, yes. say? Like, what did she right. say? And I feel like saying that sentence, it's yeah. almost as if everyone takes that as like right. she's saying God can't do it through these two ways of prayer mm, and yes. word, right? Yeah. Which is not what I'm saying because I know that God can. And he right. has choose to do that sometimes, right? Yes. Yeah. But. Well, I guess. The not all the time. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, but not all the time. <laughs> it doesn't always work like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think the paradigm is like, not all prayer or Bible reading equals spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Right. It is when you apply it, you do the work on the inside. Not all prayer, reading the Bible, 
going to church equals spiritual growth. It's almost always not enough. Like it has to be like, I guess what's missing is we need active participation in our own journey, right? Because if we're not doing that, then we're just doing the external actions and those don't really produce growth necessarily without the internal cooperation and participation. Yeah. So I'm curious with the work that you do as a coach, Mm -hmm. if I came to you and I was in that spot of saying like, you know, I really, I'm in so much pain. I, I need relief from this pain. Right. Yeah. And I'm reading my Bible and I'm praying every day, you know, where would you point me? Yeah. So and here's the great thing about coaching, because when we go to church, it tends to be uh, catered for everyone. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, spiritual growth, it needs to be tailored to you because your challenges, your weaknesses, your personality, it's it's unique to you. So in the coaching process, um, what we would need to know is like we need to discern what God is saying or how he is growing us in. Because it's not just that um, we just need to do what's written in the Bible. You know, it's like we need to know the next thing that God has put in front of us um, that he's saying to us that we need to work on or we need to step in or beliefs that we need to shift. Um, if it's healing, um, I would do. Yeah, healing might involve a lot of prayer, but a lot of it will be shifting those beliefs so that you don't, you know, your identity is transformed. Like you're walking out the identity God has for you versus the beliefs that the enemy would tell you because of that pain. Yeah. Yeah. And so how do you help someone find their personal identity in Christ? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good question. So when we look at like the maturity process as laid out in the Bible, um, we start as children and as children, that is kind of you're growing independence on the father and you're learning to trust him and you're learning your identity as well. So first um, we would start kind of like generally as a believer, you know, all of us have as you know, what it would say in the Bible, we have the identity. Right. And then there's identity things that are specific to you, which is, you know, your specific gifting, your specific calling, your specific purpose. So so we would kind of look at your life and like look at look at different ways that God has used you or just strengths or that ways that he's wired you and how, um, you know, those things can point to our purpose and our calling. So kind of sort of unfolding in that sense. Yeah. Do you use any particular like tool for that or is it more just conversational discovery? Um, There are some tests. Uh, there's strengths tests. There's personality tests, but it depends on every person. Um, there's some people who are at a good place that, okay, we can focus on developing your potential. Some people are kind of more like, well, maybe you need to understand more of the biblical identity first, and then we can highlight specific things of how God's called you and look at ways that you could start moving into that now. Yeah. And basically, yeah, 
pushing people to walk in faith and walk in a lifestyle of walking with the Holy Spirit, where he's speaking to you specifically and personally, not just um, following the Bible generally. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's another place where I feel like a lot of believers um, get hung up or maybe have questions. Yeah. Like, how do I know that he's talking to me personally? Like, yes. how, do you, how do you guide someone on that? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So with that, yes, a lot of my coaching is really focused on also helping people hear and discern when God is talking to them. So we look at different ways of like how God speaks. Um, and then a lot of times it's like, oh, this thing happened during the week. And then I got this Bible verse during the week. And then this thing, and then and then I look and I'm like, huh, well, could, couldn't God be working on this area in your life? Like it's, you know, it depends on the person and their challenge. Usually you could tell easily um, just by what they're going through and patterns in their life. And then we look at, it seems like you've kind of been dealing with this um, same challenge for years and years. Mm. How, what, what, what does God want to do in that? that you're not seeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're just helping to shine a light on something that they have been kind of missing. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is like, you know, when reading the Bible is good, it's helpful, but it, what's really hard is implementing. Mm. Sometimes we just don't know like where or how specifically to your life. Right. That's kind of like the challenge. Yeah, that's interesting. Can you give me an example of like maybe a common way that you see people not implementing God's word? Hmm, like a common way. Um, I think we just tend to think of, we tend of, we tend to just understand it generally, but there's, there's a disconnect between, okay, we read this in scripture and then, okay, here's my daily life. Like, what do I do now? This is the circumstance that I'm facing. And then we don't necessarily think of, well, how is God wanting to reveal himself to you through this circumstance? Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's sometimes people are conditioned to depend on other people more than God and putting him first. So that would be a common way, I would say, mm. um, that we, I guess we just tend to default to operating in the flesh versus in the spirit. I think that's the hardest challenge among everyone that I've worked with. Yeah. And so yeah. for you, operating in the spirit looks like what? It means that you don't just do anything or at least the, the bigger things. You don't just do it out of, this is what I want to do. I want you, God, to bless it. You know, sometimes that's our paradigm. I want to do this. I'm going to pray and I ask you, Lord, to bless it. Operating in the spirit would be, God, show me what you're doing. And then, you know, when he does show you, that's, that's his invitation for you to join him in that. And then, and then the result of that, if you're joining in something God is already doing, then the result of that is blessed versus this is what I think I should do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm asking God to bless it. 
So I almost yeah. hear um, you kind of guiding someone to slow down. Yeah, yeah. And and sort of wait to sort of get the, the communication coming from the spirit. Yes. Instead yes. of taking the step first. Right. That well, makes- I mean, there are steps that are kind of like, okay, yeah, take these steps. I think it would be good. But there are more like the bigger decisions, especially. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean is in specific something that's really big. We, yes. tend to, we tend to jump and ask God to bless, protect, and make it work, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, is there anything else around this conversation of spiritual growth that you feel like we've maybe missed or you see people often get hung up on? Yeah, I guess what I would say is like, um, if you're waiting for God to do something or, you know, change your circumstance or fix this issue, I would say speed up your growing time because that's really when we are waiting for something to change in our life that only God can change. Um, a lot of times we get focused on just exerting our energy in the external circumstance. And then when we do that, we push out the growth and the preparation that God wants to do in us. Right. So I would just say, going back to that shift of don't just push out the growing time. This circumstance is meant to produce something in you that you in a different situation, you wouldn't be able to produce that kind of So I hear you saying embrace the, what you're going through as, mm-hmm. as a potential growth opportunity. Is that what you mean? Yeah. And, and don't miss out on the purpose. I mean, don't miss out on the growth in whatever difficult, uh, difficult situation. Yeah. I think. I'm trying to do, work really hard to put myself back in that um, space, right, of, yes. of struggling. And I think that phrase you said a couple of minutes ago about speed up your growing time. Yeah. I think that would have confused me. So I'm, I'm wanting you to give some clarification around that piece. Like, how do I speed up my growing? Oh, gotcha. Well, I guess... When I'm talking about speeding up our growing, I guess we could also delay our growing, right? And how do we delay our growing is by not focusing on it, maybe doing our own thing and just focusing on something else completely different. So speed up our growing would mean really leaning on to, God, what are you you trying to change in me? What belief are you trying to change in me? What mindset um, do I need to change? to face this situation as an overcomer. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's, it's almost, um, it reminds me of a book called loving what is, and it's Mm -hmm. almost like embracing in a way Mm -hmm. what is there, uh, which we touched on a tiny bit at the beginning of this conversation 
that most people are focused on asking God to remove the obstacle, right? Kind of like I said, like, take the pain away and make it stop. This this Mm -hmm. hurts and I want it gone. Yes. You're inviting someone into keeping the pain for the purpose of seeing what God is doing. So instead of trying to fight it so much. Yes. You're trying to embrace it. Is that right? Yeah. Instead of um, trying to just get out of it, I'm inviting them to embrace and go through it and come out on the other side better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And because I absolutely love, oh, sorry. Do you have one more thing you want to say about that before I throw it? Oh, no, I, I was, yeah, I was going to say, because on the other side, you, you become a person who is now able to handle future pain better because you've matured through that. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. Um, because you mentioned mindset, and that, that's mm-hmm. probably the place where I geek out the most. I really yeah. love neuroscience. I love focusing yes. on the mind and the brain. Um, I'm curious what tools and techniques that you use with your clients to shift the mindset. Mm, yeah, I guess the, the first thing I do is like, well, we, we identify, you know, maybe, maybe they're doing something, but there is some subconscious belief that they're acting out of that usually they're not even aware of. So we would be drilling down into what do you believe you know, this behavior is pointing to something. What do you, what do you believe underneath that? Um, and some, most of the time, it's not something that's healthy or godly <laughs> or, or true about themselves. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the tools that I use are more, um, have a lot to do with hearing God's voice and sort of like, what is God saying to you? Like, like right now in this moment, what do you hear God saying to you? And usually there's something like, yeah, he, you know, if, if it's a memory, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, Jesus was there for me and he's, you know, doing this, this and this. So a different perspective than um, if they hadn't thought of it that way. And then we have practical steps to walk out that new revelation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And do you, are those all like, in the Bible or, or is any of it like a tool or a technique that's something you've learned by way of man for yeah. lack of a term? Yeah, most of it is a mix of like, it's in the Bible and also um, from my coaching training, um, there's things, there's more coaching tools like, you know, question for Jesus or, or replacing ungodly beliefs. Um, most of them are, are based on the Bible and kind of mixed some of them are mixed with like man <laughs> yeah yeah but but they're they're based on the scripture yeah okay yeah very good well um anything else you want to add no I, I i think that's great i mean i really enjoyed this conversation yeah me too i'm glad to hear that God is using you and all of your spiritual gifts to support those that you're called to work with. I'm just curious, do you have a certain demographic that you work with? Like just women, just 
you know, is it everyone? Yeah, it's everyone, but most of the people that God has been sending me to are women between 20s and 40s, that range. Yeah. And they're usually, um, yeah, usually they're stuck in some way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to add, if you're living in the L.A. area and you're yes. looking for an awesome house church, do you want to share that? Yeah, so we have a small house church in the Palos Verdes area. Um, there is no website. There is no social media. It's word of mouth. Okay. So, yeah, you'll have to get in touch with me. It's My website is www.christiangrowthcoach.com. Okay. Cool. And um, how else can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you? Um, I have Instagram. My handle is Christian Growth Coach. Well, it has really been such um, a pleasure and a joy to get to talk with you. And as I mentioned in our conversation earlier, you know, it's been a huge part of my vision um, moving forward to get to do this, to get to have conversations Mm -hmm. with um, perfect strangers. And I think what I love about it most is all of us, no matter, you know, what our worldview is, no matter what our view of God is, we actually have a lot more in common than Mm -hmm. we have, um, different that there's always something to connect over and, um, really how beautiful it is to, just make that connection and develop relationships. And that's, that's what I believe it's all about. Yeah. That God's called us yeah. into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Well, to all of the listeners out there, I hope you have a blessed day and be sure to check out the show notes for how to connect with Miss Phoebe. Make it a good one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling blessed by the content here, The number one way you can show me is by leaving me a written review of the show. I'd be forever grateful knowing that you're out there listening helps me know that I'm truly living out God's purpose in my life. The other thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a friend, or better yet, tag me on your Instagram stories. Remember, you are seen, known, and loved. May God richly bless you today. All my love, Erin Jean.